Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthcare.com. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Back in the infield here after the fifth inning. You got some interesting stuff over there? Well, not that interesting. <laughs> May the 21st, 1926, Earl Sheely ties a big league record with seven consecutive extra base hits. Wow. He hit a double in each of his last three at-bats at Fenway Park yesterday. And the following day, the White Sox first baseman had three doubles and a home run consecutively in an 8-7 to seven loss, seven consecutive extra base hits. Yeah, that kind I'd, of I'd like to have two consecutive hits oh, gosh. in this game. So it will be Jalen Wirtz starting a fresh inning here, the sixth inning. He'll pitch to Sergeant Wilkes and Lynch. Sergeant takes the first pitch, first strike called. He is doubled and hit into a double play. Wirtz pitches out of the stretch, as a lot of relief pitchers do, and outside ball one, one, and one. Raiders down four to nothing. We are in the sixth. The pitch and the dirt, ball two, two and one. Let's see, John. The Raiders have not scored in four, nine, 13, 14, 16, 18 consecutive innings. The Raiders have been shut out. Going back to Thursday night. There's a ball hit foul down the right side. The count goes to two and two. Oh, that just shows you how dominating this Golden Eagle pitching has been against us. We jumped on their uh, their Friday starter on Thursday. And since then, they've just been running them out on us. Two balls, two strikes to Sargent. Checked his swing and took it high for ball three. So the count goes full to the big first baseman. Sergeant, 19 home runs on the season. 
Here's Wirtz with the pitch and it hit it off his fist foul off to the right side. Out of play. Outfield flag deep and straight away. And this one did hit the umpire. Oh, yeah. He is. Oh. Uh, I think he caught him on the hand. Uh, yeah. On the left hand or wrist. Yeah, he's kind of down on his uh, on one knee and holding that wrist or hand. I think that's Drew Shea, our head trader, down there checking with him. So we're going to have a little bit of a delay here, John. We dip back into the trivia box. Okay. 1930, May the 21st, Babe Ruth hits three home runs. In the first, third, and eighth inning, the Yankees lose to the A's at Shibe Park, but it's the first time. Ruth has gone yard three times in a regular season game. Really? And he was 35 years old at the time. He also accomplished the feat in the 1926 and 1928 World Series. Yeah. But this was the first time he had done that in, in a regular, se regular season wow. game. Wow. We've had a lot of Babe Ruth uh, stuff come up lately. Yeah. Oh, here's one you'll like, John. 1943 okay. at Comiskey Park. It takes only one hour and 29 minutes for the White Sox to beat the Senators, one to nothing. The 89-minute game is the quickest nine-inning game ever played in the American League. Wow. They, they have trouble playing three, uh, three innings in that time in the American League these days. Well, here's one that uh, wasn't over in 89 minutes. Probably the first inning was. The Dodgers scored 15 runs in the first oh. inning, beat the Reds 19 to one at Ebbets Field. That was in 1952. Uh, Reds starter Ewell Blackwell retired yeah. the first batter. The next 19 Dodger batters reached base on 10 hits, seven walks, and two hit by pitch. That'll mess up your scorecard. <laughs> Pee Wee Reese got on base three times in that inning. Wow. <laughs> that was a 19-to-1 game. That was not an hour and 29-minute game. No. And we mentioned Joe Nuxall yesterday. Yeah. The youngest player ever to pitch right? in a major league game at age 15. In 1952, he returned to the Reds seven years after pitching <laughs> two-thirds of an inning. In his major league debut as a 15-year-old, he gives up one hit in the final three innings as the team lost uh, to Brooklyn at Ebbetsville. That was that same game the Dodgers scored wow. 15 runs in the first inning. So a seven-inning seven-year span between yeah. uh, appearances, and when he came in, he was just 22. <laughs> he was a longtime broadcaster for the Reds. Boy, he sure was. He and Wade Hoyt uh, – on WLW out of Cincinnati for years and years and years. What a broadcast team. We're set to go. The plate umpire's gonna hang in there. Here's Wilkes 
takes a pitch low for ball one. Oh, he was really hurt, John. I think he'll uh, be icing that one here at some point in the next couple hours. No doubt. Sergeant, the runner at first on the walk, and the pitch is a strike call. One ball and one strike. I think that was his left hand that got hit. Yeah, he's looking at it now. <laughs> Speaking of left hand, uh, we've got a left-hander starting to throw in the Raider uh, bullpen. Pitch is a strike call, a good breaking ball for Wirtz. He must have balked. They must have called a balk because the runner went to second. So I guess the count is going to stand at one and two. If it's a left-hander, it must be Jacob Wright. There's a swing and a ball popped up. Let's see if the Raiders have a play over by the Southern Miss dugout. Coker will take it for out number one. He's had a couple plays over there. One out. Sergeant, the runner at second base, and the batter's Danny Lynch. He has hit a sacrifice fly and singled and scored a run. You know what I'm thinking about a play last night against Wilkes. That's the, the, the Wilkes uh, fouled to Coker over there by the third base uh, dugout here in the sixth. Did it in the fifth last night. Pitches a strike on the outside corner to Lynch. Nothing and one. We are in the top of the sixth inning. Southern Miss leading four to nothing. They have a runner at second with one out. Wirtz with the pitch. Fouled away. It's going to clear the grandstand. Nope. I believe it stayed in. Yeah, young man. That's a Zaxby's foul ball. Ah. The youngster got him a yeah, souvenir baseball. Sure did. He looks like he's one of those uh, Southern Miss folk over there. Two strikes the count. Well, at least one of his players hit it. Outside, ball one, one and two. Those numbers on the backs of their jerseys big enough for you, Dick? Yeah, I think I can handle them okay. I can almost handle them without my glasses. No, not quite. <laughs> One ball, two strikes. Jalen Wirtz with the pitch. And a fly ball down the left field line. Going to be a foul ball. That one is going to be out of play. Got down Coker and gave it a good uh, effort, as did Galloway in left yeah, field. They, they were both within eight or ten feet of it, but it bounced down and out. And there's some young folk uh, with a baseball. We'll have to see a ball game break out. One ball and two strikes. Wirtz has a look, got the sign, and the one-two pitch. He is swung on, drilled into right field for a base hit. 
Snyder up with it quickly as the throw comes in. It's cut off. Rodgers will be at first and third. Good piece of hitting by Lynch. That was an off-speed pitch, and he timed his swing perfectly. That is hit number one off Wirtz. First and third with one out. The batter is McGillis. Seems like all of these guys come up every inning, John. (laughs) You know, what is it about that? How does that work? First and third, Raiders look for a double play. There's the pitch of the dirt outside, ball one. Well, let's see, we're in the sixth inning, and uh, they're making the, uh, we're making our third time through their lineup. The pitch, swing and a miss. One ball, one strike. Pato waiting to hit next. Wirtz out of the stretch. There's a ball hit deep to left, and the park's not going to hold that one. That is a three-run home run for Will McGillis. And for McGillis, that is his 15th home run of the season. He will score two runners in front of him, and it is now a 7 to nothing game. Well, that changes the complexion of this inning. Wow. In a hurry. Uh, of this game, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So just one out. It's seven to nothing, and the batter is Pato. He has struck out and hit into a fielder's choice. Pitch to the plate is low, ball one. There's a strike at the knees. Came in with a good fastball, one ball and one strike. Right-hander delivers, strike two calls. One and two. Still just one out here in the sixth inning. Three runs have scored. Ball hit to left field, Galloway coming in and makes the catch for out number two. I want to mention our managers. We don't do this often enough. We talk about the players all the time. Uh, the managers do a yeoman's share of the work, the actual work that goes on on the field and getting ready for games. Well, you know, when you really notice them, when we go on the road and we see them at work and the players are uh, eating dinner and taking it easy, and those managers are working, working, working. Pitch down low, ball one to Montenegro. 
Uh, Chandler Todd is the senior manager. He was honored before the game. Noah Gingham, Clay Curtis, and Jace Sharbridge are the Blue Raider student managers. Do an outstanding job. Swing and a foul back. One ball, one strike. Not a one of them will ever have to have a wife who worries whether or not her husband can do the laundry. Nope. <laughs> they take care of a lot of that stuff. Two outs, bases empty in the sixth. Pitches high, ball two, two and one to Montenegro. He has twice hit the ball to Bryson Thomas at first base. Popped up. Left center field, long run, nobody can get to it. Fell in between Galloway and Dillingham. Just a little pop fly and hit it in the right place. It's hit number three off Wirtz. I was and a little concerned they were going to run into each other. Hit number nine in the game. And here is Gabe Montenegro. Had a big hit. Had a double in the fifth inning. Drove in a run. Hit it just past Bryson Thomas down in the right field corner. This one's popped up to left field. Galloway is under it and makes the grab for out number three. So that is all in the sixth, but a big inning for the Golden Eagles. Three runs. Score on three hits. And there was one man left on base. We will go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Southern Miss seven, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. We go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Raiders are down seven to nothing. Hurston Waldrop through five innings has allowed no runs on one hit. He has not walked a batter. He has struck out eight. And his teammates have provided him with a nice cushion, seven to nothing. Ryan Dillingham has the only Blue Raider hit in this game. Single to left in the third inning. He will lead it off here in the sixth against Waldrop. Through five innings, Waldrop has only thrown 34 pitches, Dick. 
That's amazing. That is just absolutely amazing. That's what average about seven an inning. Is that right? Yeah. That couldn't possibly be right. How could that be right? I'm pulling that off of the stat master, but. Uh, <laughs> Well, he's had a couple of quick innings, I know that. He has, but he's also got uh, one, two, how many strikeouts? Eight. Eight, that, uh, that's 24 pitches right there. First pitch is swung on a miss by Dillingham, strike one. Comes right back with a pitch on the outside corner for a call strike, nothing in two. I think that's wrong. In fact, I know that's wrong because it's There's a swing and a miss, strike two, and again, that one in the dirt. They have to tag the batter for out number one. Well, even though that pitch count is wrong because Machine says he's only faced 18 batters. That is the ninth strikeout for Waltrip. Is that right? That You know what? That's right, Dick. That's second time through the order. Yeah, he has only faced 18 batters. Here's Lopez, who has struck out twice. Pitch to him is a strike at the knees, nothing in one. This guy's a strike-throwing machine. I'd like to see what his uh, pitch breakout is. Strike two called. Because he has not thrown many balls, has he? No. 0-2 the count. I can't remember him getting into a deep count. He's gone three and two on one batter. That was Bryson Thomas back in the fifth inning and struck him out. Lopez fouls this one out of play. Count remains 0 and 2. Well, you know, if you're the Raiders, you know the guy is throwing strikes and he is not nibbling. He's just going up and powering. So you might as well go up hacking. He's not going to nibble on you. Swung out, hit up the middle, that's a base hit. So Fausto Lopez has the Raiders' second hit of the game. Sharp single up the middle. He did just exactly what you said, John. He swung the bat. Here's Mabry who has struck out and popped out. A little bit of light action going on in the uh, Golden Eagle bullpen. Got a left-hander starting to get loose. Oh, I thought maybe they'd started a card game out there. Well, it <laughs> pitch is low to Mabry, ball one. Through the first uh, five innings, they could have certainly done that, and nobody would have known otherwise. One on, one out in the sixth. Check swing and no swing, says the first place umpire. Be 2-0 and oh to Mabry. Waltrip comes set, and the pitch. Swung on, hit foul down the right side, out of play. Headed for the Blue Raider bullpen. Two and one. Strike on the outside corner. There's that good fastball at 95. Two balls, two strikes. Swung on foul of the screen. Another thing about this pitcher, he does not waste any time out there. He, no, 
No, you're absolutely right about that. He gets the baseball, gets set, and delivers it. He doesn't piddle around. That keeps your def your defenders on their toes when the pitcher is a quick worker. 2-2 two, two the count. The pitch is just outside. Ball three. Well, that's uh, what the second time he's gone 3-2 in this ball game now. Lopez, who singled, is on at first with one out. And a swing and a miss. Took a little bit off. Mabry out in front of the pitch, strikes out. Strikeout number 10 for Waltrip. And the batter is Wyatt Morgan. He has flied to center and struck out. Seven to nothing, Southern Miss leading. We're in the bottom of the sixth inning. Pitch to Morgan inside, got past the catcher, and that's a wild pitch. Down to second goes Fausto Lopez. Oh, the only other runner we had at second base was Brian Dillingham uh, back in the third inning, and he got there the same, same way on a wild pitch. Third wild pitch for Waltrip. One ball, no strikes, the count to Wyatt Morgan. Number three hitter in the order. He's the DH today. And a strike on the outside corner, one and one. Morgan is now one out of 10 in the series. He does have a run batted in. Runs have been few and far between for the Raiders. The pitch fouled out of play to the left. That's going to get uh, down in that green area past the Vista. Yeah, dugout. another young person with a baseball. Kids down there will scramble after that one. One and two. Hurston Waltrip. The right-hander delivers, and a ball hit sharply to the first baseman. Sergeant, uh -oh. he's got it, makes the play at first. But a big, tall hop right into his glove. That will retire the side. For the Raiders in the sixth inning, no runs, one hit, and one left. We'll check the totals after six innings for Southern Mississippi. Seven runs, nine hits, and no errors. Blue Raiders, no runs, two hits, and one error. Southern Miss leads seven to nothing as we go to the seventh inning on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Hey, hey, hey! 
Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamon Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. This game moves into the seventh inning. Southern Mississippi leading the Blue Raiders by a score of seven to nothing. For the Golden Eagles, it will be Dickerson, Ewing, and Sargent to face Jalen Wirtz, who will be working in his third inning. Wirtz with the pitch to Dickerson, swung on and missed. Dickerson, two singles and three trips. He has had a good series with the bat also in the field. He's played a steady shortstop for them. Ball outside. One and one. Well, they've played some pretty good defense in this series. The pitch. Strike on the outside corner. Count will go to one and two on Dickerson. He's only a sophomore. Works with the pitch. Slammed to short. One hop. Lopez has it. Over to first in time, and that is out number one in the seventh. Reese Ewing will be the hitter. Had a first inning single. He has since walked and applied to center. In fact, uh, Ewing was the first batter worked spaced coming in in the fifth. Got him on a fly ball. So he has now been through the lineup one time. The pitch, off-speed pitch, foul to the screen, strike one. This pitch outside for a ball. One ball, one strike. To Ewing, the Raiders infield again shifts a little bit on the left-handed hitter. Playing Lopez closer to second base and Mabry a few steps on the outfield grass. The Raiders had had a left-hander throwing earlier, but uh, nothing doing in their bullpen right now. Pitch is high, ball two, two and one. Wirtz has done okay, except for that one pitch to McGillis that McGillis hit out of the ballpark with two men on. You want to bet he hung a slider. Swing and a miss, and the count will go to two and two.
These two uh, youngsters who pitched for the Raiders today at this time last year were pitching in high school regional tournaments. Ball hit high in the air to right field, but it's playable for the Raiders right fielder Snyder makes the catch for out number two. That's, that's a, a pretty big jump, John, <laughs> in one year. Well, it's like we were saying earlier, though, by the time you get uh, this deep into your first college season, it's uh, you're not much of a freshman anymore. Two outs, base is empty. Here's Sargent. Has a double and drills this one down the, the left field line. That will be a foul ball. One strike to count. He has walked, hit into a double play, and in the second inning, a leadoff double. You'd expect most of these freshmen to be placed in some kind of a summer baseball league situation and go out and get even more experience, be able to come back in the fall and uh, swing and a miss, strike two to Sargent. Be ready to make a real impression on, uh, on this ball club next year. Two strikes to the big right-handed hitter. Bases empty, two outs. And he had a deep ball to right center field. Snyder going back, looking up, and that one is going to be out. That's number 20 for Sargent, isn't it? Yes, I think it hit the scoreboard, John. The ball came back onto the field of play, but it hit the scoreboard, which is behind the right field wall. And that is his second home run of the series. And number 20 for Sargent. It's now an eight to nothing game. Second home run allowed by Wirtz. And with two outs, the batter is Wilkes. First pitch to him, outside, ball one. Caught the inside corner with that one, and it's one ball and one strike. The Raiders have only Two hits in the game off the Southern Miss starter, Hurston Waltrip. There's a ball inside in the dirt, two and one. Words come set, and the pitch to the plate is popped up. Going to be a foul ball and out of play. Count will go to two and two. I'd like to thank our friends at First Vision Bank for being a sponsor, game sponsor of the entire series. Thank them for their support of Blue Raider Athletics. 2 2 pitch, swung on, hit in the air. Center field, Dillingham coming in, still coming, and makes the catch. Fighting that wind a little bit out there. 
Hangs on for out number three. One run, one hit. The home run by Sargent, nobody left. And we will go to the bottom of the seventh. Seventh inning stretch time. It is Southern Miss, eight, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Go to the bottom of the seventh inning, and before we get underway here, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Dick Palmer, John Callow with you on a sunny Saturday afternoon. Southern Mississippi trying to win its 24th straight game against Middle Tennessee. And, John, they are got a leg up on it. I, th I think we're going to have some trouble catching up. But we, uh, we've got a new pitcher out there. Looks like a lefty. Let me see if we can get a number on him. Number, is it 12? 18, I think. It's like 18 to me. Dalton Rogers, who is indeed listed as a left-handed pitcher. He's a sophomore out of Flowood, Mississippi. Well, Dalton Rogers is making his 18th appearance all in relief. He's thrown 27 two-thirds innings, giving up seven runs, six of them earned on 10 hits, six, uh, let's see, 14 walks, 42 strikeouts. 1.95 ERA, a one-in-one one record with five saves. Well, here's an interesting number, Dick. Uh, opponents hitting only 110 against this left-hander. Wow. So Rogers will take over for Hurston Waltrip, who went six innings, did not allow any runs, only two hits. Struck out 10 and, is, of course, stands to be the winning pitcher 
Southern Miss holds the lead. Rogers listed at 5'11", 170. He will face Jackson Galloway here in the seventh. Galloway, Coker, and Snyder for the Blue Raiders. How's this for, uh, a number for you, Dick? We've played 24 innings, and the Golden Eagle pitching staff has issued one. One walk. Wow. First pitch swinging. Galloway fouls it out of play. Nothing in one. Jackson has struck out and grounded out. He's 0 for 2. One out of nine in the series. And that one walk was in the uh, the ninth inning. That's Fosta Lopez against uh, ground ball headed to right field. McGillis has it. Throws to first. He had the throw feet, and the ball got over in front of the Blue Raider dugout. I don't think it went in the dugout. So. No, he catcher was over there uh, like he should be, and uh, that should be a hit. Galloway will be at first. That's the Raiders' third hit of the game. And the batter will be Brett Coker. McGillis almost made a fantastic play had he not Juggled the ball a little bit after he caught it. That was that ball was going through to right field. There's a strike call to Coker, nothing and one. Brett has flied to right and popped out to the first baseman. One strike to count. Galloway leads it first. The pitch to the plate swung on and fouled out of play. Now, I'm sure the Blue Raider hitters were glad to see a pitching change. Oh, they did absolutely uh, nothing against Waltrip, who struck out 10 in six innings. Swing and a foul. Count holds at 0-2. Never got even close to what you might consider a high leverage situation, so. He was just cruising. Here's the pitch. Swung on, tapped to third, but foul. Third base coach Jordan Gatzelman feels it, throws it out of play. Count holding at two strikes to Coker. Left-hander delivers, low in the dirt, blocked out in front of the plate by the catcher, Montenegro. One ball, two strikes. Southern Miss has a right-hander. Is that a right-hander or a left-hander? Another foul out of play. Yeah, so right-hander up and I suspect they'd like to give their bullpen a little bit of work here. Maybe an inning apiece at the tail end of this ball game. 
Well, the Raiders had an opportunity to do that yesterday. Um, I don't think we did it by choice. Bouncing ball to third, it's a fair ball. Lynch throws to first in time for uh, the out and the runner Galloway advances to second. Good strong throw. One out in the seventh. Here's Eston Snyder who has struck out twice. Right field, number 45, Eston Snyder. So the Raiders do have a runner in scoring position for only the second time in the game. Second time we've had, a, or actually the third time in the game, we've had a runner as far as second. Snyder skies it down the right field line. That is going to be a foul ball, and the right fielder makes a running catch. Galloway will tag and go to third after the catch. That was a Fine played. I don't know if that ball was fair or foul. It was uh, I think the, uh, it looked to me like it was fair, but not by much. Right on the line. So two outs on a runner at third for Bryson Thomas. Thomas stands in against the left-hander Rogers. First pitch is high to him, ball one. Callaway is the runner at third, the pitch. Caught the inside corner, one and one. And the 1-1 pitch, swung on, fouled out of play. One ball, two strikes to Bryson Thomas. Playing his last game on Reese Smithfield, as are all the Blue Raiders seniors. The pitch. And struck him out swinging. Again, they grab to throw to first. And that is out number three. No runs, one hit, one left. We've completed seven. It is Southern Mississippi, eight, Middle Tennessee, nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. This is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious. 
The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We go to the eighth inning. Jalen Wirtz came in with uh, two outs in the fifth. He's pitched two and a third, and he will face Lynch, McGillis, and Pato here in the eighth inning. Got some I'm numbers sorry, that's, on it. Uh, I think that's Jacob Wright. Who's it is Jacob in. Wright, and uh, he's making his fourth appearance. All in relief. He's thrown three and two-thirds innings, giving up two runs, both earned on three hits, one walk, five strikeouts, 4.91 ERA, no record. Opponents hitting 214 against the left-hander. So Jacob Wright is in to start the eighth. Jacob did not pitch last night. He did throw an inning on Thursday night. He is a freshman out of Blackman High School. Here's Lynch. Two singles. Sacrifice fly. He's had a perfect day at the plate. First pitch to him. Strike called outside corner. Nothing and one. I believe Lynch came in to play a little left field in last late in last night's game. Pitches outside, one ball, one strike. So he did a little pitching on Thursday, a little outfield work on Friday. Back on the mound here in the eighth inning. And the pitch is swung on, hit in the air, shallow. In the infield, taken by Coker over there at third base for out number one. You're right. Uh, Here's McGillis. 0 for 1 at the plate last night. McGillis drilled a three-run homer in the sixth inning off Jalen Wirtz. It was his 15th of the season. And he's almost 50 RBIs. That Those three would give him. 47. Ground ball to short. Lopez up over the first in time. Two up, two down in the eighth. I think Southern Miss is going to just stand in there and swing the bats. I think they're anxious to get on the bus. Get on the bus, go home. Take a day off tomorrow. Get back on the field Monday. Get ready for the tournament on Wednesday. Peto 0 for 3. Takes a strike call, nothing and one. Two up, two down here in the eighth. Raider left-hander delivers and a ball sliced to left field for a base hit. Good inside-out swing by Peto. First hit off Jacob Wright. With two outs, the batter will be Montenegro. Has a single and three trips.
We were talking earlier. We do not know if the uh, 10-run rule is in effect. It generally is on getaway day. There's a strike called to Montenegro. Well, if uh, we can get them out here, it won't be a factor. Correct. One way or the other. Right checks the runner and delivers oh. <laughs> right over the heart of the plate, a little bit high. Yeah. One ball, one strike. Kind of a roundhouse curve there. There's a ball to second base and gets right through Mabry into right Five field. Hole. That's Runner goes be to five. third. The throw is not in time. Was a good strong throw by Snyder, but just a little bit to the home base, home plate side of third base. Mm. Like Peto to slide in there. Should be out of this inning. That'll be an E4. That just right through the wickets. First and third, two outs. Batter is Montenegro. This is Gabe. <laughs> Rodrigo is at first. Pitch to him is a strike call, nothing in one. Had a double and scored a run in the fifth inning, one out of four in this game, giving him five out of 15 for the series. Hit that one high in the air in the right center. Dillingham over, and he will take it for out number three. That is all in the eighth, no runs. One hit, one error, two left. We'll go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Southern Miss 8, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Out of the eighth inning, the Raiders trailing eight to nothing. We'll have Mason Spears to lead it off. Spears, Dillingham, and Fausto Lopez against the left-hander Dalton Rogers. He came in, allowed a leadoff single in the seventh. 
And then retired the side in order. Striking out uh, Thomas to end the inning. Their starter, Hurston Waltrip, went six innings, did not allow a run, only two hits, and had 10 strikeouts. So here's Mason Spears. Like uh, Thomas before him and Dillingham and Fausto who will follow him, all playing their final game here at Reese Smith Field. Team will be heading to the tournament next week in Hattiesburg. Spears has grabbed it out twice, takes a big cut at the first pitch, comes up empty. No balls, one strike. Yeah, a lot of these seniors getting close to the point they're playing their final baseball games, maybe of their lives. Pitch is swung on, fouled out of play, and the count will go to 0 and 2. You know, if they're not going to move on to the professional ranks, and most players don't, they've probably been playing this game since they were, what, four with T-ball? More than likely. Swing and a tap foul out of play over by the Golden Eagle dugout. Yeah, back in the day, there were all kinds of opportunities to play baseball on up into your you know, semi-pro and amateur baseball. And there's just not that many opportunities anymore. I don't think there are town teams anymore. That was something from the early days. That was big here in Rutherford County. Yes, it was. One ball, two strikes, the count to Spears. And the pitch, swing and a miss, strike three. Second strikeout for Rogers. He struck out Thomas to end the seventh, strikes out Spears to open the eighth. The matter is Brian Dillingham as one of the Blue Raider hits of this game. Takes the first pitch upstairs for ball one. But I guess that's what slow pitch softball's for, right, Dick? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good old softball. The pitch. High ball two. Two and oh. And the left-hander delivers, swung on foul to the screen. Two and one. The left-hander's pitch, high ball three. John mentioned last inning that the Southern Miss pitchers have walked only one batter this entire series. Let's see if we can get another one here. Swing and a miss. Count goes to three and two.
out. Bases empty in the eighth inning. Rogers with a 3-2 pitch. There's ball four. First walk of the day. First walk since Thursday. Well, let's look and see and compare just a minute. Uh, Blue Raider pitchers have walked 200 this season coming into today. And Southern Miss pitchers have walked 138. Yeah. Dillingham at first, one out for Fausto Lopez. And that pitch skips up to the plate in the yeah. dirt. That'll be a wild pitch. Sending Dillingham to second. That was, what, about a 55-foot fastball or curveball? What? I don't know what it was. <laughs> it bounced. So a runner at second base. Dillingham with one out. One ball, no strikes, the count to Lopez. I think we've got uh, the Lopez cheering section just down here to our right. Pitch misses inside. They were uh, in attendance in Miami for the series. Two balls, no strikes. And the pitch. Misses low and inside, ball three. Raiders have a runner in scoring position here in the eighth inning. And the pitch. Strike call, mm. three and one. That was, I think he was taken all the way there. Lopez has a single and three trips today. The pitch swung on, bounced to the left side. Dickerson deep in the hole, makes a long throw and a good throw. He is out at first for out number two. And with the play in front of him, Dillingham had to stick close to second base. Two outs. Here's Mabry, who has struck out twice and popped out. Mabry now one out of 12 in the series. Swung on and hit in the air to center field and deep, but plenty of room out there for Montenegro. He'll make the catch. Four out number three. And that's all in the eighth inning. No runs, no hits, and one left. We have completed eight full innings in his Southern Miss, eight Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. 
Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. And we go to the ninth inning, eight to nothing. Southern Mississippi leading our Blue Raiders. For the Golden Eagles, it will be Dickerson to lead it off. Shortstop. Then Ewing and Sargent against Jacob Wright. He'll start his second inning of work. Pitched a scoreless eighth inning. First pitch is a strike call to Dickerson. This game was a one-to-nothing game, John, after four innings. Yeah. The Raiders right in the thick of things, and uh, back-to-back three-run innings by Southern Miss in the fifth and sixth have kind of put it out of reach. Well, the long ball has uh, cost us in this one. 1-1, one, one, and a pitch now foul back this way. Get ready, John. That's uh, about... Ten rolls down. One and two. Nobody much is uh, interested in that foul ball. Well, it's just sitting there. Right outside, you can get your souvenir real quick. I think I've got a conference you save baseball. (laughs) I know I have one. Two and two, the count. Almost took one in the head. Where was that? At Miami. Oh. Thank goodness for the overhang of the tent. There's one back in the crowd again. That's two of them out there laying around Uh, up for grabs. Somebody thinks he might actually exert himself a little bit there. (laughs) Yeah. Two and two, the count. It's a very small hand for being able to walk. Here's Wright with the pitch, and it is swung on, and again, foul to the screen. Count holding it, two strikes. You know, you used to have to uh, give those balls back. The the Raiders used to have a foul ball police force. check swing and they say he did not go full count back in the day it used to be the uh, underclassmen's job to go running after baseballs here's the pitch and it is swung on and missed high fastball and struck him out so Dickerson down on strikes for out number one in the ninth the batter will be Reese Ewing, the left fielder. 
Pinch hitting for the Golden Eagles, number 20, Brady Faust. Oh, this is a pinch hitter. This is Faust. Yeah, he pinch hit last night. He is also a left-handed hitter. And right with the pitch. And it's laid right in there for a strike called. Southern Miss has had at least one hit in every inning except the third when uh, Sells retired the side in order. Next pitch is outside. One ball, one strike. Here's the pitch. Checked his swing, took it inside. Two balls and a strike. Swinging a foul out of play and the count levels off at two and two. Brady Faust appearing in his 24th game. 182 batting average coming in. The 2 2 is. Mm. Where was that pitch? Pretty good looking pitch. Well, it sure was. Full count. Spears mm. framed it for the umpire to get a good look at, but to no avail. 3 2 pitch is outside ball four. So a base on balls will put a runner on here in the ninth for Christopher Sargent. Set a double and a home run in this game. Homered in the seventh off, uh, who was that, Wirtz? Mm. I think so. Mm-hmm. Pitch to the plate, high outside, ball one. Faust, who drew a walk, is the runner at first with one out. Swing and a foul straight back. One ball, one strike. Jacob Wright has one he likes. And the pitch high outside ball two. We mentioned that the Raiders have won seven Conference USA series out of the 10 they have played. Southern Miss has won eight out of the 10 they have played. There's ball three. Raiders have uh, the series edge over UAB, Western Kentucky, Marshall, Charlotte, Louisiana Tech, FIU, and Rice. There is ball four. So back-to-back walks here in the ninth inning. Mm. 
The series losses have been to Old Dominion, San Antonio, and Southern Mississippi. Pinch hitting for Southern Miss, number 22, Charlie Fisher. So this is Fisher to hit for Wilkes. I think he came into the game last night as a pinch hitter. First yeah. and second, one out. He, uh, he came in and had a triple. First and pitch hit him. to him, hits him. That's going to load the bases with one out. Third baseman number 26, Danny Lynch. I would say the Raiders do not want to have to bring in another pitcher, but they do have somebody throwing yeah, in the bullpen. have a right-hander down there. And this is Danny Lynch, the third baseman. Bases loaded, one out. Two walks and a hit batsman. First batter we've hit today. Got another one. Second one. So back-to-back hit by pitch. And that will make it a nine-to-nothing game. The batter will be McGillis. McGillis had a three-run home run earlier. First pitch to him is hit high in the air to left field. Galloway has room, makes the catch. The runner at third will tag and score. And that will make it a 10 to nothing game. That's the second out. Other two runners stay put. The batter is Peto. Peto has a hit today, a single in four trips. First and second, two outs. Here's right with the pitch. Popped into left field. Galloway coming on. We'll make the catch for out number three. That is all in the ninth. Two runs, no hits, two left. We'll go to the bottom of the ninth inning. It is Southern Mississippi 10, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread. Proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. 
At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Go to the bottom of the ninth inning. We've got a new pitcher on for the Golden Eagles. He is Landon Harper. Landon Harper is their closer, Dick, uh, making his 25, uh, 25th appearance. He has uh, thrown 36 innings, given up 11 runs, 9 earned on 29 hits, 7 walks, 40 strikeouts, a 2.25 ERA, 2-1 record with 10 saves. I think this is just a tune-up. I haven't seen him all weekend. I haven't had to see him all weekend. Sophomore from Meridian, Mississippi, 6'1", 176. Transferred from Pearl River Community College. He was a standout in two sports in high school, baseball and what? What would you guess? Uh, uh, I would say uh, basketball. Am I wrong? You're wrong. Baseball and soccer. Really? Yep. Okay, we got a final from over in Charlotte, finally. So, Louisiana Tech, a 14-5 winner. They have wrapped up the uh, two-seed in the tournament, so it looks like uh, unless something drastically changes here in this uh, ninth inning, and something changes up uh, in West in Bowling Green. It's like we'll be playing Louisiana Tech on uh, Wednesday, Dick. Well, we have to play somebody. That's one of the teams that we have the uh, series edge on. Here's Wyatt Morgan. Swings at the first pitch from Harper and fouls it into the screen. Strike one. Right-hander delivers, and it's over but low for ball one. One ball, one strike. Looks like San Antonio is going to wrap up that uh, that third slot. They're still on top of uh, UAB 7-2 down in uh, Texas. Former Blue Raider catcher Grant Box just dropped into the press box. Yeah. Good to see him again. Absolutely. Love to see the old guys. Here's the one two come pitch. Back. That is a strike called, and Morgan called out on strikes for out number one. 10, 12, 13 strikeouts. Right, they have uh, they've put, uh, put a few on the board against us. Here's Galloway, singled in the seventh inning, one out of three. 
One out in the ninth, the Raiders down to their final two outs. Pitch to Galloway is high for ball one. Again, I'd like to thank First Vision Bank for being the game sponsor for this entire series and thank them for all they do for Blue Raider Athletics. Pitches outside. Two balls, no strikes to Galloway. Harper with the pitch, swung on, popped up. Playable perhaps for the first baseman. Oh, he caught it. That's a nice play. Yeah, reached over the uh, uh, the fence railing, uh, the ramp uh, at the end of the dugout. Reached in there and uh, made the play. Came out with a baseball. Two up, two down in the ninth. As Coker will stand in as the last hope for the Blue Raiders in this game. There's strike one to Coker. Brett 0 for 3. And the pitch is taken for ball one. One and one. So I'm going to tap foul outside third. Count will go to one and two. Raiders down to their last strike. Right-hander delivers, outside ball two, two and two. And there's a little tap foul behind the plate. Count holes at two, two. Two outs in the bottom of the ninth and the Raiders down by 10. And the pitch, swing and a tap, foul, rolling back over by the Southern Miss dugout. Count holes at two balls and two strikes. Here's Harper's pitch in the dirt. They say he did not go. Let's give him one more chance. Three and two. That one could have been called a strike. Three balls, two strikes. And the pitch is struck him out. Outside pitch, Coker went around, and that's your ball game. Three up, three down in the ninth. Harper gets two strikeouts in the inning. Southern Mississippi wins the game by a score of 10 to nothing. They sweep the Blue Raiders in this series. Nine to four, 17 to nothing, and 10 to nothing. So they will finish regular season with a record of 41 and 14, 23 and seven in Conference USA. 
The Raiders finish with a record of 29 and 24, 17 and 13 in conference play. And the teams will carry those records into the postseason tournament, which will be next week in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. We'll take a break. Invite you to stay with us for our post-game show coming away next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, hey, hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamon Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! This has been Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Reds. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go back to the stadium. Once again, here's Dick Palmer. Thank you. Welcome back in. Welcome to our postgame show as the Raiders drop the series finale 
to Southern Mississippi by a score of 10 to nothing. So the Raiders uh, swept in their last series will finish 17 and 13 in conference play and uh, pretty good ball game for the first four innings. Uh, Southern Miss led one to nothing, but they broke out for three runs in the fifth, three more in the sixth, added a single run in the seventh and two in the top of the ninth for their total of 10. And the Raiders for the second straight game are shut out. Yeah, and for the weekend, uh, outscored 36-4. to four. Wow. So uh, you got to hand it to uh, this Southern Mississippi team. They, uh, they got some folks that can uh, bang the baseball. Yeah, and the final, the Raiders were shut out over the final 22 innings of this series. And, of course, you got to give uh, a lot of the credit to that uh, Golden Eagle pitching staff as well. Uh, four runs over, what, uh, 20, uh, 27 innings? Isn't that right? Yeah, something that like that. That makes it tough. And uh, here, here's a number. I, we talked about that a little bit uh, during the ball game today. Over the course of those 27 innings, uh, they only walked two, but struck out 30. Yeah, that one of those walks came late in the game today, and the other one came late in the game on Thursday. Yeah, and so neither one of them a factor. No. So, 10 to nothing, and the Raiders will go into the tournament next week with uh, four straight losses. You never want to uh, really go into a tournament uh, on, on the downside, but – it's been a – for the season as a whole, John, it's been an upside. Well, uh, you're absolutely right. And we've uh, we played a tough schedule. We got uh, off to a slow start, but we were playing good teams. And if you go back and look at those teams that we played early, uh, they have all done well this year with uh, maybe one exception. So uh, we did what we needed to do. We just uh, kind of ran out of gas here at the end. We'll have some words with uh, from Coach Tolman coming up shortly. And uh, right now, we'll just go ahead and give you a quick recap on the game. Southern Mississippi, 10 runs, 11 hits, no errors. They strand seven runners. Middle Tennessee, no runs, three hits. The Raiders committed two errors and left five men on base. Winning pitcher is the starter, Waltrip. Six innings, John 53 pitch, pitches in six innings. Yeah, he was uh, less than, very, very effective. Less than 10 pitches an inning. Yeah, and and uh, not a high leverage situation in the bunch. Had 10 strikeouts in the game, and the Raiders just were not able to do anything against him. I think Coach Tolman's about ready. Carson Herbert is down on the field with our wireless microphone, so we are going to take it right down to him. All right, Coach, uh, not the way you wanted to finish the regular season. Uh, Let's take a moment to look ahead at the conference tournament uh, coming up starting on Wednesday. Uh, You obviously have qualified. Um, You'll go in uh, there. Um, Just talk about what you are expecting and uh, what the team's mentality is going in. Well, this weekend we ran into a really good top 25 person. I mean, they can really pitch. So give them credit for a really good weekend. And uh, they're going to probably host the regional after our tournament. And uh, they've got some really good arms that you probably see uh, playing in pro ball 
in the very new, near future. Uh, that being said, I'm proud of our guys in the tournament for the second year in a row. Um, I know last year we were just happy to get in on the last day, and this year we qualified for the second year in a row. So I'm proud of the guys for that. And we ended up winning, I guess, seven out of ten series. Um, we're a little beat up, but we need to rest. Some treatments tomorrow. Uh, we're not going to practice tomorrow. We'll get off our feet Monday. Head down to Hattiesburg. Uh, practice on Tuesday, and we'll play Wednesday. I don't know if we're the fifth or sixth seed, but uh, we'll pro probably uh, we'll play. Uh, I guess the first game is Wednesday. I'm not sure what time, and again Thursday. But uh, we got to regroup. We're going to have a chance to get one of our better pitchers back by Wednesday. Um, he should feel healthy by then, we hope. Um, but, uh, you know, the guys have to flush this weekend and uh, get back to playing like we've been playing at the tournament. So we're, we're excited to be in the tournament again. It isn't easy getting to that tournament, believe me. And uh, the guys are in the spot there for the second year in a row. Uh, t before today's game, you honored eight senior student athletes and your uh, senior man uh, student manager. Uh, talk about what this senior class has made the program. You know what? The, the big key is that they all graduated, and they all are the right type of people. And some of them played really good. Some of them pitched really good. Our manager did a great job for us. Hopefully we'll get him back next year in some capacity. But them eight, them eight guys have, have a lot and they have a good work ethic and they were good teammates and that's why they stuck it out for so long and uh, just proud of them and uh, we're not done yet we, you know we have you know opportunity ahead of us at conference usa tournament and we can make a deep run in that and uh, you never know what can happen but th them guys are uh, i love them guys all right well, we will see you in hattiesburg on wednesday coach absolutely thank you carson herbert down on the field with coach jim tolman as the Raiders uh, kind of close out a bittersweet senior day here. Well, of course, you'd rather finish senior day with a win, but, uh, you know, I, I think uh, Coach Toman summed it all up. Uh, you're talking about uh, these seniors. They're good people. They're graduates. Uh, that's what student being a student athlete is supposed to be all about. So the Raiders will head to Hattiesburg, Mississippi. I think he said they were leaving Monday. Uh, practice down there and uh, start play on Wednesday. We, uh, what have you got on the on the other games today, John? We we've, we've uh... well. Uh, let's see. I had that. Uh, let me find that. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, finals. Uh, FAU beat Marshall 10-1. Uh, Louisiana Tech. They wrapped up the two seed by beating Charlotte 14 to five. Uh, last I checked, uh, uh, Old Dominion was leading Western Kentucky uh, five to two. Uh, they we uh, we were tied with them coming into today. So if they win, they'll uh, get that sixth seed. We'll be the seventh seed, and uh, UAB uh, uh, drops a seven-two uh, game at San Antonio, and Rice uh, swept their series down in Miami. Three to one winners, so they got out of the cellar. Okay, the conference uh, pairings for the tournament will, I'm sure, come out later tonight from the conference office after all the finals are in and verified, and we'll know uh, who we're going to play and also know when we're going to play. I think uh, Southern Miss uh, has the 
option of yeah. uh, picking the time they want to play since they're hosing, and and they're going to they're going to play game three. Well, it looks tournament. like uh, Old Dominion will play uh, San Antonio, and that leaves Charlotte and FAU uh, in that uh, in that four five match. Okay, we'll see what happens on that, and we will be uh, heading down to Hattiesburg next week and have all of the tournament uh, coverage for you there. John, we're wrapping up another season here. 16 what? we've got in the bag now. Is that right? Yeah, how about that? <laughs> and counting. Hi, if we had had a baby uh, when we started, they'd be we'd have to give them a driver's license. That's now. right, they'd be ready to go to high school. <laughs> so the Raiders uh, dropped the final game 10 to nothing to Southern Mississippi. Uh, that's the first time the Raiders have been swept in a conference series this season. And we will, uh, as as uh, they say, you you should need to stay tuned, and we'll uh, look on your social media, and I'm sure all of the information on the tournament will be out after tonight. Uh, so a lot of people we need to thank uh, for uh, their help this year. Uh, Zach Woodard has been our studio engineer most a lot of the time. Uh, T.J. Stewart. Uh, we may have TJ today. I'm not sure. But anyway, those guys back at the studio have to put up with a lot and have to be on their toes all the time. So we appreciate their help. They get us on the air. And uh, without that, uh, uh, it would all be in vain. So thanks to all of them. Thanks to our folks uh, here in the press box at MTSU. Our, stu- our baseball managers like particularly thank them for their help on the road and for John Calla and myself, uh, Dick Palmer, we are thanking you most of all, our faithful listeners. We're for glad jo- to have you all. Joining us for another season of Blue Raider Baseball. Hope to be back doing it again next season. We'll be talking to you later from Hattiesburg, Mississippi, in the tournament. Until then, for all of us, wishing you a very pleasant good afternoon from the ballpark. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Breads. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network. We now return to regular programming on News Radio WGN.